Hello, everybody. Welcome to Big Talk with Chris and Greg. This is Chris. This is Greg. And this is going to be our super duper extra scary Halloween episode. Man, not so scary, man. You're going to mess me up. Yeah, probably not too scary. We're not going to do too scary. Regular scary. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to tone it down a little bit. So, yeah, we've decided that we're going to do a, a special Halloween episode. Talk about everything Halloween, trick-or-treating, movies, music, costumes. Uh, Fun events, music. Yeah, all that good stuff. Uh, before we get to that, I just want to remind everybody about our Instagram page, which is at BigTalkCG. Our email is BigTalkCG at gmail.com. And I just want to... Once again, thank everybody. Thank all of our, every single member of our Big Talk Nation for listening to us every week and, and uh, giving us feedback and, and everything. I don't know. You've been getting a lot of people. Uh, I, some... I still get a few here and there. But yeah, thank you everyone for the nation to, who listens to us and spends their time or afternoon or car ride home or something like that with us. But thank you, big time. And, you know, I just wanted to... Um, you know, me and Greg got really, 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 really excited when we when we saw um, Podbean is a really cool website. They have some uh, settings on there where you can kind of look at your stats, how you know where people are listening to you and how many times and so on and so forth. So we thought it was really cool because we had people from all over the country. You know, California obviously because that's where we live. <laughs> we had Washington, New yes. York, Washington D.C., Florida, a couple other states, but. I got to tell you, Greg, and I had, I'm saving this as a special surprise for you. Right. We are now worldwide. Get out of here. We have listeners now in France and the United Kingdom. No. Yes. France? France. And the UK? And the UK. So we just want to say thank you to everybody around the world. Yeah, you go. Around the world. uh, It's pretty exciting. Uh, Thank you to everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Big Talk Nation. Yes. Thank you. Um, so let's just jump into it. Let's right. just jump into this Halloween episode. Um, do you want to, uh, anything you want to lead off with? Heck yeah, man. Let's start off with um, going back to when we were young lads um, and talk about costumes uh, growing up as kids. Um, I didn't really do a lot of crazy costumes. I had that classic 70s costumes. I think I only had Batman one time or Superman where it's kind of like the plastic costume you would get into and then you have these plastic masks with a face on it so i had batman most of the time and you know you could barely see the holes you know barely lining up on your your the mask and and a little hole in the where the mouth was and trying to breathe and i remember remember those little plastic masks that that little slit right and and when you first got it all you do is stick your tongue in out of it (laughs) (laughs) then it would you know you'd go trick-or-treating It'd get all sweaty and nasty and just slobber all over, and you're trying to eat candy underneath the mask. And yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, I did. Well, growing up, I didn't really have any of the, I guess, store bought kind of things. My mom wanted to make our costume, so you know, we were everything from a, a, a clown, cowboy, pirates. It was. Killer, it was, it was. My mom was making our costumes. Uh, I'll see if I can dig up some old pictures, post those up. Some of them are hilarious. Uh, me and my brother. Uh, my, probably my most memorable costume from when I was a kid was right around Karate Kid time. <laughs> I had to dress up like Johnny yeah. in my skeleton outfit and wore that to elementary school on Halloween. And oh my I God. I just thought that I was it. I thought I was it. I bet you were. Remember, we were jumping and kicking everybody all day long? I, I didn't roundhouse anybody that day. <laughs> Not that day. <laughs> nice, man. Um, the only time my mom did a um, made a costume for us, I, I remember I was in the Boy Scout, no, Cub Scouts at the time, and we were having a Halloween party or whatever. And um, it was kind of like an old Evil Knievel-type suit, right? And then she tried to make me into a spaceman. So uh, we found like this... Um, kind of like cornstarch and flour and some other paste and put on your my cheek or something like that and it kind of like melted or not melted but it kind of looked like a rock formation or kind of looked a little funky and I was supposed to be like a spaceman and I had like this old 
wannabe Star Wars Han Solo gun that I would try to, you know, walk around with. So I had my mom's boots. So I'm wearing my mom's boots um, in this uh, Evil Knievel type long onesie and some face paint or face, you know, stuff on my mask on my face and trying to, you know, do that. That was the only memorable one, I think. And then I think as I, um, one time, and this is from my parents, is they went to a Halloween costume and they went as prisoners of love. So both of them had a prisoner costume mm-hmm. and then my mom sewed a heart over the, the, the their heart, you know, the heart area. Mm-hmm. And they went in, they said, they, then they painted their um, face black and white, you know, one side black and one side white. And they told everybody they were prisoners of love. And I thought that was a funny one from that, my parents. But they never really, um, you know, dressed up themselves. So that was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, I like the creative costumes uh, but really I, I i didn't really hear anything you said after you said you were wearing your mom's boots after you <laughs> said, after that i just kind of lost track of anything you said because i just thought about you know just walking around yeah in click, your mom's boots click clacking or the heels uh, a little heel they, my mom never really wore long big heels so it was small ones yeah dude and you know do and then going around and doing the trick-or-treating were you one of those kids like nowadays it seems to everybody travels we got to go to the rich neighborhood we got to go to the neighborhood where the houses are all sandwiched in next to each other were you a traveler where i grew up up in washington the houses were you couldn't see your neighbors so you were a good three four five minute walk from each house to each house so you'd start early and end late but you know the candy was usually excellent we'd get in a group and yeah what about you um no okay so some of the stuff like when i was younger doing cub scouts and stuff like that they would have like I told you, like parties or events that you kind of went to and everybody had like a little table, everybody had a little, you know, fun little activity and that's how you got candy. Um, There were some things uh, when we did go trick-or-treating around our neighborhood, since I live on a hill, going up and down those hills were pretty uh, hectic, you know, going in there. So we did that way. And then as a kid, you're walking, oh, I walked down the, I walked down the hill and went to the left, I went to the right and go, oh, where's your house? And all the way up the hill, man, that's a long way. But, you know, it was, I was a little kid at the time, didn't know anything better. So yeah. there wasn't a lot of trick-or-treating, but I think we did more of, you know, trick-or-treating as in uh, a place, a festival, you know. You know, I, I, like I, I honestly, all the trick-or-treating I did was in our neighborhood. And our neighborhood was all uphill. We lived at the bottom. <laughs> so everything we went to was uphill. And so we had to work for our candy. We were never into the going to the the festival or the mall mm-hmm. or wherever um i always thought that it was kind of lame even as a kid that's just my opinion Greg. Yeah, no, don't be offended um but man some of my greatest memories of going trick-or-treating were just hanging out with my friends and you know going walking i remember one time a friend of ours uh dressed up as mr t <laughs> so we're talking elementary school kids yeah one of them in basically blackface <laughs> you didn't know any better back then everybody of course everybody nowadays will say oh my kids know better my kids know better but when you're in elementary school in the 80s you didn't you didn't know better i mean i don't think so so that man i was thinking about that today and i was like, oh man i gotta talk about mr t blackface, blackface. I, brown face i guess actually but yes it was uh it was now that you look back on it, he's like yeah that was so wrong we that should not have been d- done Right. At all, but you know that I guess you know teach his own. Not my thing, but it's just an interesting point, I guess, to bring. So up. I take it you don't dress up nowadays. I when was not. the last time you dressed up for Halloween? Um, when I was a kid. Yeah, I see. My, me too. It's been a uh, while since I. I'm not. I'm not into the Halloween parties. That's not my scene, man. I don't go to the Halloween parties. I'm not. I'll take my kids. Yeah. You know, if they want to go somewhere, go do something. I'm more into the, you know just staying home, watching a scary movie, but walk out of the room when the scary parts come on. <laughs> That's when I gotta go get the food or I gotta go to the bathroom. It just so happens that the scary parts I can't watch. Scary movies are too scary. Do the girls um come with ideas and tell you I want to be this this year? I want to be that, or is it kind of like last minute? They're hey, already they already have ideas for next year. Whoa! Yeah, they're already. And then it usually changes. Yeah. Well, it usually changes. The 12-year-old wanted to be Loki. Then she wanted to be some other anime character or something. And then I don't know what she's going to be. You didn't recommend me? Try Brett Michaels. Try Shawn Michaels. 
I told Sorry, her, Hulk, Hulkster. I told her she could dress up as Big Talk with Chris and Greg's <laughs> biggest fan. And she said, I already am. Whoa. Yeah. She said she already is. That's cool. So on, on some of these, um, uh, when we were out trick-or-treating, any of those favorite candies you can bring that, up? Yes. You, you know, I don't like to do a lot of like research when I'm doing these episodes, but you know, sometimes you got to go back and look at stuff to, you know, think about things or what I'm 45 now. So 35 years ago. So I Mm -hmm. had to kind of go back and rack my brain and I was like, man, I'm going to go, I'm going to see what people are kind of saying are their favorite Halloween candies of all time. So I went and I looked at two websites, which I won't even say what they were because their lists were garbage. Oh, and the bone I have to pick with that is because when I looked at their lists, when the, when you got to like the top 10, Mm -hmm. 15, it was all chocolate bars, Heath, Hershey's, Butterfingers, um, M&M's, Reese's Pieces, Peanut Butter Cups, which are all good. But you know what, folks? That's the candy you eat all year round. Correct. Who's going out on a limb and buying a bag of Swedish fish and runts? <laughs> That's the number. Those are the candies that are the best Halloween candies. Guys, I'm telling you right now. The flavored Tootsie Roll. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was good. Where else do you see that? Except for on Halloween and your grandma's candy dish. Uh, Nowhere else. You dude. know what? The, the 99 cent store sells them. Yeah. During Halloween? No. All year round. I haven't been to the 99 right. cent During so Christmas time, I'm going to bring you a bag. Bring me a bag. All Wrap right. it up nice. Wrap it up nice. We'll open it on the Christmas episode. <laughs> Christmas edition? Um, Stocking stuffer? I like the... I like the more, more of the ones that were my favorite were the ones you don't really buy when you're going to buy yourself some candy. Uh, Tootsie Rolls, Dots... Good and Plenties, oh. Nerds, Runs, Mike and Ike's, Hot Tamales, um, Laffy Tap, the Fruity, Boston Smarties. Bo- the, yeah, I was never the, a fan of those, but yeah, dude, you got a box of those. That was pretty cool. Lemon Heads. Lemon Heads. Do you remember Neckos? the Yeah, wafers? The, the wafers. Oh, I love Neckos. Yes. I love them so much. I actually was one of those nerdy kids that bought Neckos when I got candy. I thought it was cool. I was like, well, I don't just get one bar, dude. I'm getting like 50 right. wafers, dude. I thought it was so cool. Dude. Did you get the all chocolate or did you get the all mixed no, one? With no, the... I got the mixed because I liked all the flavors. And then uh, a couple of them that obviously have chocolate, Milk Duds and Junior Mints. Nobody buys those. Junior Mints you buy, I don't think you can actually <laughs> legally buy those from the store until you reach the age of 50. I don't think you're allowed to. I'm allowed to <laughs> now. You're I'm allowed, allowed to, to buy jun- walk around your box of Junior Mints. Uh, Charleston Chew. And then even though people say that they're horrible, tell me when you were a kid, you weren't excited when you had candy corn or those candy corn pumpkins. Yeah. When you got those, that was like, you were like, yes, dude, like this is awesome. How many candy corns can I fit in my mouth at once? (laughs) But I got to say probably the, I don't know if it's number one, but it's up there. One of my favorite, uh, Halloween candies that was always awesome when you got blow pops. Right, those blow pops because you never or, buy or the tootsie, or the tootsie roll pops. What either wasn't one. it called like lick a stick where they no no you no, would... no we're, you're talking about something else. Blow pops were like the lollipop that had the gum inside. Charms yeah. blow pops. Yes. Those were the best because you never bought those. No one ever bought those for you. Candy and gum. I'm not getting you two candies. What's going on here? And then the other one was the tootsie roll pops. Yeah, tootsie those, pop. Those were great too because you never got those except for during the Halloween ever. So. Getting the candies that you never got when you went to go get candy were the best candies during Halloween. And if anybody agrees or disagrees with what I'm saying, go to Instagram <laughs> at Big Talk CG and let me know what your favorite Halloween candy was. That, and if your go. candy made my list. That was good. And if it didn't, good. let me know what yours was. Um, what kind of stuff did your parents give out? I don't know. They just bought like chocolate bag. Oh, okay. It was it was kind of my my parents were very um, basic too when they would just get the bag or whatever. Of of of. I think my mom, when my dad was living, he liked to get the chocolate that he liked, right? So almond joys or something like that. And he would you know anything left over, you know, of course it was for him. Yeah, you, you, a lot of times the candy that you gave out was what the candy buyer in the house liked. <laughs> <laughs> so if you like you know the chocolate bars, then. That's probably what you were going to give out. Yeah. We had one house in the neighborhood, that, um, two houses I want to talk about in the neighborhood when we were trick-or-treating. One up at the top of the hill, uh, they would always do something like homemade. Really? Like the, like they would do like those marshmallow corn balls. Okay, okay. They put it in like a Ziploc bag. But every this is the thing. This is back in the day. This is the 80s. Everybody knew each other in the neighborhood. It wasn't like you were going to a stranger's house. No matter Correct. how many hundreds of feet their house was off the street and you had to walk down their 
zero lit driveway through the mm-hmm. woods. You knew, everybody knew each other. Nobody's killing anybody in the neighborhood. So, um, at least not that we know of, but they would have the, uh, the corn ball, you know, the corn and marshmallow, almost like a rice krispie tree, yeah. the corn ball. And then we had our neighbors that, uh, the dowels, uh, they were awesome. Awesome family they lived next door to us. Uh, when we were growing up, they would give out, you know, regular, you know, mini candy bars. Mm-hmm. But then when us being their neighbors and another, uh, oh, set okay. of brothers, Shannon and JJ, who lived two doors down from them on the other side of them, we got the king size. Nice. We got to come in the house, get like a drink of soda, <laughs> get the king size candy bar. You know, they, no, 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 you guys get from the back. That's what you guys get. Yeah, so that was that was always the stop. That was always like the last stop you'd always go there. You know, I think my mom at one time was trying to give raisins out, and I would always stop her. Mom, do not do not give raisins out. Do you know, you kind of a, you kind of establish who you are on Halloween night. Okay. Okay. These guys that live in this house, they're giving out the, the king size candy. Yeah, they're awesome. They're giving out raisins and apples. Yeah. We're gonna TP this house yeah. and egg it like three times this year. <laughs> Till they get the, the I I wanna say our house got egg once. I don't think it got more than that. I think once. But you know, this is late eighties, if I remember. Everybody yeah. was egging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody got egg stuff at that time. And you know, we didn't have too many decorations um of that. Did you guys carve pumpkins? Yeah, we carved pumpkins. I almost cut my thumb off one year carving a pumpkin. Really? Yeah. But because still, you, because you're using one of your mom's sharp no, knives. I was or just was using. In, of course, I was using a sharp knife. I was using like a like a Mike Myers style kitchen knife. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I still, you know, I tell you, you got to do. It. I mean, back in the day, there was none of those safety saws. Yeah, that that's what I was gonna say, man. You know, safety saws. That actually, and... I wish I did have and didn't have the knife because the knife was horrible for doing intricate detail work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but man, yeah, I almost cut my thumb off, but yeah, we carved our own pumpkins. We would roast the seeds and then just, and then let the jack-o'-lantern rot on the front porch for about a week and a half after Halloween until it was half liquefied. And then you'd go shell it off and just probably just throw it in the woods or something. Exactly. Yeah. Put a real candle in it or, or the lights. But I think that those more of those came in. No self-respecting American puts anything but a real candle in their jack-o'-lantern. All right. I'm a, I'm making a stand on that's that. All right, one. dude, that's fine, man. I'm I'm with you. I like the candle. I I enjoy the candle in there. It's classic. Yeah, you got um, the candle. And uh, did you guys ever do, try to do crazy faces on it or, or something different? No, or I kind of like this. I like the staple Halloween face on the on the pumpkin. I was the triangle eyes, triangle nose, buck teeth. You know, the three tooth, two teeth on the top, one tooth on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Smile or as close as I could get to a smile, and uh, that was it. Yeah. I, I never tried to do anything more. Even with those saws, when I've done it with my kids, you know, the new ones now, I'm, you know, now they got those like, um, uh, those like drawings that you can kind of the put stencils? on. And I, I'm, uh, how am I supposed to tape this on there? Saw through. I don't understand what I'm supposed to do here. Just no, throw it away. Let me show you how, <laughs> let me show you how to make a jack-o'-lantern triangle, triangle, triangle. So did you guys have like, um, the white pumpkin mm. or the, off color pumpkin? No, not in in, in uh, Washington. No, we just had orange. Okay, we go pumpkin patch. Yeah, real pumpkin patch, where uh, yeah, don't brag. They'd be, they'd be growing don't brag. The pumpkins. And I bet at Christmas time you would go in a go cut a tree, right? Cut a tree, just like the Griswolds. <laughs> just like the Griswolds. See, I'm spoiled over here in L.A., man. I don't have that kind of stuff. No, they cut it for you. Yeah, it's just <laughs> you gotta pay for it. You gotta pay for it. Um. So yeah, we. You know, we would do. What about you and the jack o' lanterns? Were you uh, classic style? Classic I mean, style. like you said, triangle and you know the face and the tooth. Or every once in a while, I would instead of doing the the tooth, I would kind of do a sharp tooth and you know make, make it look like it's a like fangs. Like, yeah, this make is the fangs. Jack o' lanterns is a nice one. Correct, that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, I enjoy it. Uh, I do it every once in a while when I get opportunity. I think last year was so different that I didn't even. I don't even think we gave candy out. I don't even think we even put a pumpkin out, dude. We just, I don't even remember like the last year. Yeah. It's kind of all a blur. Definitely. Um, so, yeah. So I know that a lot, you know, a lot of people probably did not, which I'm going to say probably almost everybody did not go out trick or treating last year. So no costumes, no trick or treating, all this kind of stuff. So I'm sure a lot of people just stayed in and were watching the scary movies. <laughs> so that was a smooth transition to, 
our next subject, let's talk about some scary movies, some All Halloween right. movies. And I'm just going to preempt this whole conversation by saying I am not a huge fan of scary movies. I'm a scaredy cat. I'm a weenie. I will walk out of the room if the movie gets too scary for me. Um, but I'll watch it during the daytime with the windows open. Oh, but okay. Yes, so um, go. I did watch I did watch the new Halloween movie that Halloween kills. I mm-hmm. did watch that and it was kind of cheesy. Um, 12 year old said that she thought it was cheesy as well, but she enjoyed it. She kind of liked that kind of stuff. Um, the cheesier, um, she does like the jump out the paranormal, the none, that kind of stuff, but she, she'll say, she'll watch that stuff. She'll watch it all. Yeah, I did too. I did see it. And, uh, I, even though I went into it in my mind that I knew it would be cheesy still same thing, man. I, I, it was fun. I laughed more than I got scared. Yeah. It was, was like, a- and it was nice to see Michael Anthony Hall right on the, in the movie i didn't i didn't know he was in it so that was cool right until until i saw uh the credits and it said his name and i was like really he's in it and stuff like that yeah so jamie lee curtis great as always and the only thing i would have to say about her was i just thought that she spent all her time in the in the hospital mm-hmm. like this episode was um i didn't know that this is a three-part ending franchise right so i didn't know that either and this was part was this, part, this was two. part two and then i just saw today i looked online that they're having one next year in october it comes out yeah um i think it's called halloween ends yes. if i'm correct yes something like that so i thought wow you know do you, so, have a, do you have a favorite one of the halloween franchise i haven't seen them all i'm gonna guess i'm gonna guess your favorite is but can i guess yeah it's either number one from 1978 i believe it was mm-hmm. number one or the two that Rob Zombie did. You're right on that one. Um, I think I enjoyed the Rob Zombie one because it was a little different. Mm-hmm. It, it gave a different perspective of Michael Myers, and that's what that's what this whole thing was yeah, about. Yeah, whenever he does something, it's if he is doing an, it, always looks different than anything that's been done like that before. So correct. Yeah, it was, and the one I remember the most was the first one because it was scary and this and that. And I think part two also was intriguing. You know, so yeah, those those are good fun movies, man. That I did like and stuff like that, and, and see. So, did you uh, anything? Any other movie you out there that you liked? Yes, or, or um, I'm actually. If or that gonna, you saw? If we're gonna talk about horror movies, um, probably the, the a couple that I want to talk about: uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, I believe, Ooh. from '74 was the year. That was, was too made. creepy for me, man. And. Based on a true story, so knowing that leading up, you're like, oh shit, this is, and you you've seen the clips already of Leatherface spinning around in the middle of the street, <laughs> swinging his chainsaw around like a crazy man. You're like, oh my god, dude, I'm about to be scared, I'm about to have the wits scared mm-hmm. out of me. The thing about uh, that movie that I think even makes it even more scary is that it's from the '70s, so film quality, editing quality, just shooting the movie quality was not as good, so it looks. The way it's shot is so creepy and just grainy and it goes right with the movie. It's not trying to be slick and well edited and quick cuts and all this kind of stuff. It's wow. You almost feel like you're there with the people and it just, it's creepy. It's, it's scary and creepy, but it's one of my faves, one of my faves. So have you seen any of the movies that they've done from that point on? Of from that from, from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I saw the one I think that it have Jessica Beale in it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I did see that one. That one that one was or I think it's on the movie theater. Um I don't really remember it, but I remember I don't remember it being horrible, so it must have been okay. I probably walked out well, and went, did... I had to go to the bathroom and get more <laughs> ne- <laughs> neckos <laughs> and scary fart. You know what I have to do say about that was um you're right from the seventies. They had a certain style, a certain look certain thing that they did and then as movies progressed and different that nowadays they try to still have that same look but it doesn't feel natural or original on that part so yeah um another movie talking about scary movies is i love i liked scream when it came out i thought that was not quote unquote original but i did like the thought of it you know yeah, that I saw that also. You probably saw it in the movie theater mm-hmm. when it came out, and I remember going to see that. Um, there was a line. That was back in the days where you there was this no internet, you know, pick your seat kind of stuff. It was you wait in line, and if you're towards the end, you may not. You're gonna have to ask people to move because there's gonna be one seat here, one yeah, seat there. But exactly. I remember going to see Scream in the movie theater. That movie, 
that's a jumper, dude. That, right? That movie made, and you know, you say it wasn't original, but it kind of was original because they actually talk about, you know, in the movie, oh, don't don't turn the light out or what are they, they say? Yes, all these correct. Things like you're not supposed to do during a horror movie, like the seven things or five things that you're not supposed to do if you're in a horror movie. And correct. In a horror movie, saying what not to do, and people are doing them. Don't walk into a room alone. Yeah. Don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't have sex. Don't don't do the drugs. Yeah. Don't listen to rock and roll. Yeah. All that, that kind of stuff. stuff. Um, another movie I liked when I was a kid, um, Escape from New York. Now, I don't really consider that a, uh, a horror movie, but it did have that thriller type of feel to it. You know, John Carpenter did that kind yeah, of stuff. I, yeah, John Carpenter, that was with uh, Kurt Russell. Correct. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't consider that a horror movie, but John Carpenter, the one of the best horror movie makers of all time, I'll give you a pass. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Hey, the other movie I want to talk about quick that scared the crap out of me when I was a kid was Cujo. Okay. That movie scared the crap out of me. If you haven't seen Cujo, it's about a dog, St. Bernard, I believe, that gets bitten by a bat, turns rabid, uh, and just terrorizes this mother and son that taking their car to the auto, the guy to, to to the auto mechanic, and man, it is just terrifying. It is terrifying uh but watch it it's good stephen king i mean what are you gonna do you know you can't go wrong that we've talked about stephen king before but anything he does is, is pretty much great yeah and, uh, that, that that was a book that he wrote uh, cujo man I, I to this day i don't think i've seen it in 20 years did you remember um talking about our bread and butter of rock and roll did you know d schneider did a movie a scary movie called uh strange land i didn't so it was a thing where he was a serial killer, and this was D. Schneider. He was a main character. He was he's a um, he was a serial killer. He had a um, he captured uh, the t- uh, detective's daughter, so the detective was after him, and you know they kind of played it out where and they, they they made it scary, but they made it thrilling too. So in a sense where you know uh, Captain Howdy got caught. I don't know, within the first 30 minutes, and you're thinking, wow, what the heck? The movie's already over? His character was Captain Howdy? Yeah, his character was Captain Howdy. Like, they did a song called Captain Howdy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and Twisted then, Sister was, he was a singer, Twisted Sister. Twisted Sister? Twisted Sister? Yes. Um, And then, it turned, it, it was a decent B-movie. You know, it was fun. Uh, the soundtrack was awesome. They had some great, you know, bands on there. You know, of course, Twisted Sister and, D. Schneider's own stuff and, and other bands. So that was a good one, too. Another movie that uh, a rock and roller did was John Bon Jovi. John Bon Jovi was in a movie called Vampires. Oh, yes, I remember, yeah. Uh, I yeah. think it was a John Carpenter movie, too. And, you know, same thing. It was a B-movie, and he was a vampire hunter. John Bon Jovi came out in half the movie and kind of looked like... Shirt half button, <laughs> right? <laughs> Still long Jersey hair. Jersey style. Yes, exactly. You know, it wasn't the best movie, but it was still fun something to check out you know and then another um movie that came out um in 1989 was called trick or treat i don't know if you're familiar with this one i'm not now trick or treat had ozzy and gene simmons in there um ozzy was uh played a reverend and gene simmons played a a music mogul or Mm -hmm. you know and stuff like that um in that movie there was um uh an actor named mark price he was the one, that guy that played Skippy in Family Ties. Oh, I love Family Ties. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was always after Mallory. Correct, he was always after Mallory. He was Mallory. like the nerd, uh, uh, Alex J. Fox, Michael P. Keaton's friend, Skippy. Correct, correct. He was the main star in that movie, Trick or Treat, from 89. And uh, the thing I loved about that also was Fastway did the whole soundtrack. Very similar how oh, yeah. we, we said uh, ACDC did Maximum Overdrive. Fastaway did the whole soundtrack for this, so that was pretty good too. But the whole thing was, ooh, Gene Simmons in a movie. Oh, uh, you know, Ozzy Osbourne's in the movie. So the movie, you know, B movie stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you, mm-hmm. what do you really know? Yeah, you know, I'm really much more of a, of a fan of of older older movies, maybe because they're just not. I, I'm just not a big fan of the, uh, you know, the jumping out, scaring you like, oh. Like, I'm just not, I don't like that. My heart, I can't take it. Oh, I can call it the take it in a mole. <laughs> you know? So all the movies that I like 
are the older ones and they're not like horde they're like classics one of the ones up at the top of my list the shining yes does it get more creepy than jack nicholson walking around with an axe chasing after his wife his kid i mean that movie is just creepy uh love it you know it's such a um it's a slow burn correct you it's a it's a lengthy movie stephen king yes and it's a slow burn but the story is so good everything gets tied up by the end of the movie and it's just like wow that that, it's got it definitely has a rewatchability factor to it Mm -hmm. because you miss stuff sometimes the first time you get through and red rum so uh, uh, so from the shining what are the things you remember the most from there oh the things you remember the most are obviously um uh the 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 two girls the two girls the two right girl, the two little girls the twins um the blood pouring into the the hallway oh, yes um the, the room the, 237 yeah, yeah and then the whole thing the whole concept and scene or scenes with him in like the bar where he's in there, but then it's like a scene from like old time and they show the picture on the wall yes. of him actually. And you're like, you were like, what is going on here in this movie? This is just, just crazy. And, but everything just comes together and to Stephen King. So, you know, there's going to be twists and turns and what the WTF's going on. And, you know, you just. So one of the major things when um, I saw that movie as a kid was that, was it woman coming out of the shower or, you know, coming out of the bathtub being naked, but you're like, Okay, she's naked, but ew, who wants to, what's yeah, going on here? Yeah. That's that's creepy with it. Yeah. It is, yeah. you know. Um, so that one's definitely a classic. Uh, a couple other ones that I really uh, enjoyed: uh, Birds. Right. Uh, I don't know if you definitely uh, would classic. I don't yeah. know if you'd make that a horror movie, but that's a thriller suspense. Yeah. Suspense. Let's file that under okay. suspense. Birds is great. If you haven't seen it, it's Alfred Hitchcock. It's about birds kind of just going wacko, but not crazy like you think they would do it. Nowadays, you would think birds would just be attacking everybody left and right, but it's more of a suspense where sometimes nothing happens at all, and sometimes things do happen. That one's classic. Side note, there's no music in that movie. It's all just sound effects for like the birds and stuff. There's no, no way. There's no really? music. Oh, okay. Um, and then I got to go back. This is uh, my dad's influence here, Dawn of the Dead. Right, the old classic uh, zombie movies. Uh, Dawn of the Dead was my favorite one. It takes place in a shopping mall. Uh, great movie. Watched it probably about twenty times when I was a kid, and and just couldn't get enough of it. It's it's a fun one. It's it's a zombie movie. Uh, it's not like gory or. You know, anything you, like you that. You wouldn't say it's gory? I don't think it's gory because it's it's not like all of a sudden a zombie jumps out. You know they're coming. It's not like yeah. all of a sudden it snuck up on you. So you kind of like, oh, this guy's going to get bit right here. So you know it's, eh. I don't, there wasn't much that, that I remember it being super gory. Like, Are we talking the one that was about 20 years ago, right? No, you're talking about, that was the remake. Yeah. This one was from the 70s. Oh, so you're talking about yeah, the original. The original one. And then just one more movie uh, that I want to talk about. As far as anything that's fairly recent saw oh okay uh, yeah good the, the first one the other ones were were all right um little up and down inconsistency Correct. i would think but the first one was really good really well done kept you guessing the whole time right you kept no you guessing idea what was going on and i'm not going to spoil anything about that i think that movie is, is it's a franchise good. now you could spoil things i'm not going to spoil it yeah um just talking about um stories so me and my wife went to see the remake which is about 20 years ago right or 15 years ago and um we saw it late that had Ving Rhames in it right yes he's the he was that's was right around Pulp Fiction time so that was or right it was after Pulp Fiction but that's when he was ascending as a star right there correct correct so we went to the movie theater we started to see it on a you know whatever day we were off and um it was the last um time showing so we got out about mm, one o'clock you know there was nobody in the theater I think we saw you know a few other people in there at 1 a.m. Uh, probably okay so we're leaving about 1 a.m something so we're walking out of the theater and you know we just saw the movie and, and it's crazy zombies now this one is you know they're jumping after you they're running mm-hmm. they're they're yeah running to get I you i think they had they were running in that one i was like yeah what? yeah running like oh my god crazy running like we're gonna sprint to get you anyways so we're walking out of the 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 theater and then we kind of look to the left and look to the right and we could see our car you know 200 500 feet away and nobody's around there and we're like 
And we look at each other, we're like, okay, let's run for it, because we just saw like the craziest movie, right? So we ran to the car, we got in the car and took off. And we were when we got in the car, we were laughing at each other. Like, I can't believe we just ran to the car with something, you know, uh, chasing us or what? <laughs> of course not, but uh, fun you stuff. You never know. You got to play it safe. Yeah, you got to play it safe. You don't want to be the one. You right? don't want to be the one that gets first bitten. Correct. Oh, yeah. Once bitten. Yeah, once bitten. Twice shy. Uh I think we can transition here into probably one of the two best well-known horror movie series would be, we can take them individually, Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Do you have a favorite of those two? I mean, those are probably, I don't know if they're necessarily the best series. They're the, obviously the most well-known, I would think. Uh, do you like one of those more than the other? I like Nightmare better than Friday the 13th series. I'm going to do the opposite. I kind of like Friday more than uh, Nightmare. I think Nightmare became more fun, cheesy, just, you know, scaring. Don't get me wrong, Friday has those things too, uh, of being cheesy, fun, good time, scary type things, you know, kind of like always the music comes on, and you know, you know something's going on, and somebody's playing music, or someone's fooling around and having sex, or, you know, someone's drinking, you know, and then yeah, those guys are going to go. You know, I, I kind of felt, you know, we're not, I'm not saying <clears throat> I enjoy both series. Yes. I do enjoy both series, so I'm not saying I don't like one. I'm saying I prefer one. Friday the 13th, to me, kind of became uh, stale because it was almost like it was almost the same movie over and over and over and over again in just different locations. Uh, whereas Nightmare on Elm Street kind of changed a little bit. The storylines were changing. We were able to do a different storyline, like, the one where like he had kids or something like that. Uh, didn't he have there like number five or six? Uh, uh, I think he had Dream Child. Dream Child or something like that. Like the babies were trying to come out of his body yes. or something like that. And then uh, obviously the first one was really good uh, with Johnny Depp. If you guys didn't know, Johnny Depp is in that first one. <laughs> I had some people that weren't believing me. I had to show them on the on the interwebs. Nice. Um, I liked. Um, obviously, we've talked about it before. Number three was like i said probably the most commercially accessible episode uh uh sequel of that one number three dream warriors for yes. nightmare on elm street that one i thought was actually really good it was it was the one that was easily easily accessible but it was probably one of the better ones that mm-hmm. one's probably number two I've, my second favorite after number one number one was my favorite did you ever see the uh, collaboration of them of yeah, um, Freddy versus Jason or Jason me, versus Freddy? Me and the twelve year old. <laughs> really? Me and the twelve year old watched it together. She wants to watch these movies. I think we we talked about it before how she got all right, folks, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to come out and, and, and uh you know be honest about something. When I tried to uh, have my daughter watch the twelve year old watch number in Elm Street, I said she lasted ten minutes. She actually only lasted about four minutes into the movie. Did I try to give her <laughs> I tried to make it sound better when she was hiding under the pillow after about four minutes. It was <laughs> it was kind of funny. We just got to left the movie playing. She ran out. But yes, we watched Freddy versus Jason, and she thought it was great. She thought it was great. Yeah. And every time it, you know we see Nightmare on Elm Street on one of the streaming series, mm-hmm. you're like, Dad, remember we watched Freddy versus Jason? I go, yeah, we watched it. Yeah. So but that was you know I remember when they came out with that movie everybody was like heck what how are they gonna use that what what, what is Freddy versus Jason you know what I mean what does it mean and then they kind of the movie plays out and you're like laughing like oh okay I see how they you know used both of these people and the house is there and Freddy and Jason and all these other things and it was fun man yeah you know fun stuff the it'll <clears throat> normally the first one and almost always the first one is r- really the best when you go, when you watch any series. And I do like the story behind Friday the 13th about how, uh, uh can we go ahead and talk about number sure. one openly? Number one, how, uh, the Jason Voorhees mm-hmm. drowns in the lake. And so you're thinking the whole time that it's him. You know, he actually did got get out of the lake and it's him, but it wasn't, it was his mom or was it? It was. Uh, it was his mom. Yeah. And uh, then it goes forward from there of that it actually is Jason Voorhees now. Yeah. Now it's his body. And it's his body. And then I think, what was it, number six, Jason Lives? Was that number six? Where yeah. They stuck the light, the, the rod in yeah. his chest in the cemetery <laughs> and the lightning strikes. And he came back. Right. Comes back to life and stuff. Then I think seven was uh, Manhattan. 
<laughs> I saw that one too. Did that one. You, know, you know which one I didn't see? The one when he goes to space. That was the one I didn't see. No, no, no. That's what? I think I saw that, dude. I didn't even know that movie existed. And on one of these streaming services, they have like all the Friday the 13th. And I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Jason, like, it was like Jason Vader's or something like that. I'm like, what's going on? Man? <laughs> this can't be real. And my daughter's like, yeah, I've seen it. No, no, no. He's in space. It's great. It's like, hilarious. Oh, God. Uh, probably my favorite from that series besides number one is I think it's number four, New Beginning. Mm -hmm. That's Maybe it's because that's the one I've seen the most. No, I think four's final chapter five is New Beginning. Okay, for whatever number four is. Uh, four or five, I can't remember. Okay. Thanks, Greg. Uh, but those are one, the one or two that I've seen the most were four or five. I can't remember. There's so many of them. Those are good stuff, man. That's funny, man, how they do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one movie I want to bring up, which I loved when I was a kid um, from 1967, is the Mad Monster Party. Now, this is one of those things that's claymation, stop-motion animation, mm -hmm. where they kind of bring out all the monsters – Frankenstein and you know Wolfman and the Mummy and you know the Invisible Man. All these kind of they kind of do like a clay animation of you know they all come together for a party and they have a good time and you know always the one of the family members is an okay or original or human and they have to uh, their grandfather or the, the amulet or something like that crap crazy happens. But that was one uh, I always loved as a kid and I still love to see it today. Um, 1967's Bad Monster Party. That's a good, fun animation, um, classic monsters that I like to see. You know, I I did write just a title list of movies that I wanted to talk about, and one movie just came to my mind that, um, excuse me, that just came to my mind that they used to have every year. I don't even know if they have it on anymore. Great Pumpkin? Charlie Brown? Yeah. Is that thing still on TV? Yes, it's still I on TV. I remember looking forward to watching that every year. As cheesy as that movie was, um, you know, as a kid, it was great. But now, you know, you look back and you're like, oh, God, Charlie Brown was kind of whatever. <laughs> but, uh, I always look forward to seeing that movie every year. I do, too, uh, man. I, I love even, those. I don't even know if it's still on TV. You know what? Last year, they took a break and they didn't put it on they TV. They did not they put did it on? Not, see, they didn't put it on regular TV. They put it on, I think Apple TV had it on there and you had to pay two ninety nine to see it. But I think this year they announced that they're going to put our CBS was going to put it on TV again. Maybe they'll, maybe have, your, next week. Maybe they'll have your monster party. Uh, no, usually that one I bought and I have it in my collection to enjoy. VH VHS or? Uh, no, I'm streaming. What are you talking about, man? I'm up to date. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So that was in 1966. It's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. That was a good classic one. Um, talking about um, movies or something like that at the time, uh, going to TV. Um, I always loved Scooby-Doo on Saturday mornings. You know, that was one of those shows that always had monsters, always had fun and adventure and throughout the year. I mean, that, and Halloween never ended. Every, Halloween was every day. <laughs> yeah, they always had the, you know, the the Madeline kids, the adventure, the monsters, uh, all, everything. The boogeyman. or The boogeyman, the swamp thing, you know, a ghost, yeah. a werewolf, you know, it was always someone in disguise. I, whenever uh, Scooby Doo came on, I was always hoping it was gonna be an episode that had guest stars on it. Oh, always right, stars. those are good ones you too. You always wanted Batman and Robin. Yes, was the one everybody always wanted. But I always thought the Three Stooges episodes were really good. <laughs> the Three Stooges, man. You know, as a kid, they're just knuckleheads. So right, looking for that. But Scooby Doo is always great. You know, talking about other um, family movies, which I love, um, was Hocus Pocus. That's a I would say recent. I think it, it was one of those movies that didn't do well when it was released, but since it's come back to streaming and come back to other forms, like Disney picked it up, mm -hmm. and it's just blowing up nowadays. And I've seen it a few times recently, because I remember seeing it, and like I didn't think anything of it. Like, oh, Hocus Pocus, whatever. But then I've seen it again and again. I think I've seen it twice within the last you know, three years, and it's a great now, movie, man. It's a good, fun movie. Let me ask you a question. I know that you're a big fan of Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. yes. Uh, do you, one, do you consider that more of a Halloween or Christmas movie? And two, whichever way you decide, do you start watching it around Halloween time and just kind of watch it multiple times up until Christmas? Or, or how do you handle that situation? So to answer your question, yes, I consider, I consider that a Halloween movie. Okay. But I do watch it probably till the end of the year. All the way through the season yeah. kind of thing? Yes. Yes. 
Yeah, I like that movie too, Tim Burton. That's a really good movie. The music's really good in that. Uh, the, the characters are are great. Uh, I probably consider it a Halloween movie as well, uh, but I won't hate if you consider it a Christmas movie. It's a holiday movie. Let's just run <laughs> it from ho- for two months, Halloween to the end of the year. Did you, um, as a kid, did you like Teen Wolf? Oh yeah, I like. Did you say Teen Wolf? <laughs> I know Teen Wolf. <laughs> Fine, <laughs> Teen Wolf. Yes, with Michael J. Fox, dude. I that movie is great. <laughs> I love Teen Wolf, and uh, not part two with Jason Bateman. Number one with Michael J. Fox. Correct. Is it's classic eighties. Yes, it's classic eighties. It's got everything you think would think is in that movie uh, for an eighties movie about a teenage werewolf that doesn't know he's a werewolf until he becomes a werewolf the first time. Correct. And then he's got to always wolf it up. <laughs> and uh, Matt, I mean Michael J. Fox, dude, he's everything he does is really good. Um, in that period of time, in when that he period was... of time, I mean, he was doing you know, uh, Back to the Future. Teen Wolf, Secret of My Success, Doc Hollywood, um, and Family Ties, all those kind of were in the same maybe like five-year period. He was, everything he touched was was really good. There's probably some I'm missing in there, Big City Nights or Big Light. The Secret of My Success. I said that. That's a good one, though. That Secret of My Success, underrated. Um, Teen Wolf, yeah, it's not scary at all. No. It falls under that werewolf kind of thing. Correct. And, uh, yeah, it's really, it's a good movie, uh, I haven't watched that in a while, man. Yeah, you know they they filmed that in pa- South Pasadena, right? I figured they they. So there was a lot of um, streets that they used in South Pasadena. Now, when you're watching like a movie, not to get off too off subject, if you're watching a movie and you know it takes place in like L.A., are you looking at like, oh, where's this being shot? Oh my, I've been. Oh, I've seen that before. I've seen that. Do you do? I'm that? always that way. I'm so even on regular TV shows they talk about Los Angeles or. Any part of LA, I'm like, where, where, what? Oh, I know where that is. Or, mm-hmm. I, really, that's where it is. Yeah, I, yeah I sometimes you'll see like like one of our favorite shows. We really like The Office. There's the episode where he goes and gets a hot dog, and it's <laughs> it's down here, down the street, right here on Burbank Boulevard, yes. just like a mile away, right here. And you're like, oh man, that's the hot dog place that I've never been, <laughs> that I've driven by 20 times. Larry's or something like that. Oh, okay. I think that's what okay, 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 okay. Um, how about any like um, other, we were on TV shows. How about like anything like the Munsters or um, Munsters? Maybe when I was a kid, um, did you like it or was it just I, kind of thing that was on and like ah, whatever? I I I think maybe I watched it a little bit because it was so different than anything else that was out out uh, on TV. It's an older show. It's black and white, but I really wasn't. It I, it just wasn't my thing. Really wasn't my thing. Did you watch anything like the Twilight Zone? Oh, that's uh, that is a great show. That's actually my wife's probably her favorite show on television. She loves the Twilight Zone. There's a lot of good um, episodes. Some of my favorite was um, Eye of the Beholder, where that's where the woman um, is bandaged up or she looks like she's getting surgery, mm-hmm. and then out of the whole thing, she comes out of it, unwraps her her mask and she's you know a human face and everybody's pig faced and then they're all hey you know you're you're different than us that, that, that kind of thing that was always oh, wow. one of those things I, I haven't seen many episodes there's another one called um, It's a Good Life it's where a young boy and he everybody's trying to please him mm-hmm. and they don't want to piss him off and they have they make him do crazy things and if you pissed him off you got wished into the cornfield I'm going to wish you to the cornfield. And that means that you disappeared and never came back. Other than that, you had a, you know, I want to watch, you know, something on TV. Mm-hmm. No, I want to watch it now. You did it. I want, I want hot dogs and candy for, for, for breakfast. That's what you got. You know, mm-hmm. every day, everybody did. Everybody always pleased them. Can we please you? Can we? That's another fun one. That, that, Speaking that of the cornfields, remember children of the corn? Ooh, yeah. Now we're talking that, craziness. A, that is a, crazy crazy movie uh i've seen it i think only once and i said to myself at least a couple times what's going on oh my god dude this is crazy if you haven't seen is that that's that's not stephen king is it or is it who oh, who wrote oh, that you know what i'm not sure i i want to say stephen king dude it might be stephen king you know he he did a lot of books that you um, know did that kind of stuff it but that was a good one um 
man, if you haven't seen Children of the Cord, you wanted to watch something that's a little creepy, watch it. It's good. Yeah. Um, from shows of today, um, Walking Dead is another show that I love. Um, I loved it. I loved it because it was a comic book, and I didn't follow it religiously, but I followed it as it got steam. And then when I found out it was to become a TV, a TV show, I you know fell into it, loved it. I mean, I still am watching it today regularly. Um, and sometimes uh, um, I heard people when it got some steam. I would say three or four years ago, people stopped watching it. It just bored them, or they just didn't didn't feel it anymore. But that was one of the shows I, I I thought it was I needed to see it till the end. I want to see what's going on, and I heard they're finally, you know, put a closing date on it next year around this time. They should have the final episodes. I out. I was a big Walking Dead fan for a long time, uh, and then uh, yeah, I just stopped watching it after maybe like season six or something right around that area, mm-hmm. maybe seven. I just was like, it's I kind of yeah, I lost interest in it. I don't know the characters yeah. or there are too many people were dying. I don't know. It was just, it, it started to, it just started to not hit me like it, like it used to. Yeah. It wasn't, it just wasn't as good. Exactly. Uh, so I have no idea what's going on. I see billboards all around and half of the people that I know were in the show, I don't even see on the billboards anymore. So I'm wondering if like, Oh wow, a bunch of main characters must have gotten killed off. Right. Because, they did. Uh, and they had, you know, secondary characters are now the main characters, mm-hmm. which is good, but uh, you would think would be good, but, I just, I don't know if that had to do with why my interest waned or what, but I just lost interest in the show. Did you ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I, no, I didn't watch that. Not too much. Did you see the movie? Saw the movie. Oh, okay. So you saw the movie. The movie was good. uh, The funness of the movie. Yeah. And then turned into Buffy the Vampire. That was one of those other ones that I, I watched religiously, you know, all the way up to the very end. Uh, Liked it. You know, it's cheesy, campy, you know, Halloween stuff from vampires to demons you know, to mm-hmm. mummies and, you know, with opening up hellhole and different shit like that. That was always good, fun stuff. Um, other shows, which I did like too, are, are, but never really got into the X-Files. Yeah, I was never an X-Files. I never was into that either. No, I don't really call it horror, but it may be science fiction. But to yeah, me, suspense. science fiction, suspense, suspense. thriller is, is another one of those. Um, and then uh, going back to animation, I love The Simpsons. So, Every time The Simpsons come out with a Treehouse of Horror, you know, see uh, episode every every year, I love it. That's always ones I like to go back and yeah. When I was when I was growing out. up, uh, Simpsons were big, big show. We watched it and everything. And then you know, my interest kind of fell off. But my kids are into it now. My wife really likes The Simpsons, so it's it's just like what I do with The Office. Hey, just put The Simpsons on. Just when you're just gonna have something on, mm-hmm. put The Simpsons on. You can watch it. You can just turn it anytime and just kind of laugh at whatever is going on. You know, something you'll, you'll hear something, you'll start laughing. It's a good show. I wish I would have been watching it the whole time, so I wouldn't have to be like, oh my god, dude, I gotta go back and watch twenty something seasons of it. <laughs> but uh, you know, what are you gonna do? Speaking of The Office, the, um, don't we love the the Halloween episode? Uh, which one? Well, there were like three or four of them, but uh, the, we'll the, start off with the first one where they had the, the Michael had the double head or the yeah, and he had to fire. Machine. He, he wanted had to fire fi- somebody. He wanted to fire Toby, <laughs> <laughs> but he couldn't fire Toby because Toby's corporate. Uh, yeah, where Oscar uh, dressed up like a lady. Oh yeah, that, that was the same one. Wasn't yeah, it was the same one? I think. So. Yeah, and then he had a three punch home uh, gym, three hole punch gym, <laughs> and then we uh, and. Um, Dwight was dressed up as like a Sith Lord or something yes. like that. Yes. And that was, yeah. They had, the Halloween episodes on that show were always great. Another highlight from one of those episodes was when they had the Halloween costume contest. And the, the prize was like, oh, the, you get the like coupon, the book, coupon book. And everybody was like, it's a $15,000 in Pam. No. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Oscar kept saying, no, it's a like. You got to spend yeah. forty, like one hundred fifty thousand, to save five thousand dollars. You guys aren't making sense. And he dressed up as the rational consumer. Yes, that was his. Concept. And then he won it at the end. <laughs> he ended up winning it at the end. Well, Dwight was the the strangler, the Stratton strangler. <laughs> he had the mask with the S on it. Yeah. <laughs> Michael was McGoober. Yeah, Michael was McGoober, and then uh, Jim just had like a name badge on with yeah, like someone else. I think it's a Dave on it or Dave. something. I'm Dave. Yeah, I'm dude. Good that, but dude, that was fun. Um, that was good stuff. Oh, but then he dressed up as Popeye. Yeah, at the end. The end. Yeah, he did look good on that one. Um, going back to his kid, I know some of the episodes that I liked. Um, I was watching today doing research. Um, the Brady Bunch. They did a Halloween episode. Um, 
called the Fright Night where the the boys were uh, pranking the girls and they like showed a, a ghost outside their window. And then the next scene, they figured it out. It was the boys. And then they tricked the boys into sleeping in the attic and, you know, rigged oh, a, yes. rigged a, like a cellophane yeah. ghost to come out of a, a chest and they freaked out and um, they were like, okay, no more. And then uh, Alice was the one going, oh, I never get scared. And like, oh, we're going to, we're going to prank Alice. And they set all these things up and, you know, ghosts coming down the stairs and, you know, a, a light coming in the a skull and um, they messed up and they, uh, the parents come home and I think the mom was doing like paper mache of the father's head and she put it on the counter. Alice comes home and starts whacking the, the paper mache head. <laughs> the kids are, oh, we made a mistake. Oh, we didn't. And then they get one. the Mike Brady speech, they right? They get the Mike Brady speech, man. You got to have one of those in there. Every episode. No allowance and. You guys missed up. And anyways, that was a fun um, episode from the Brady Bunch, which I uh, I thought it was funny, you know, doing that kind of stuff. Um, you know, nowadays I do love from Disney Plus. Uh, they've come out with a, a Muppets um, Haunted Mansion episode. I don't know if you saw that yet, Mm-mm. and it, it was really good. I mean, it's, of course, it's Muppets and fun and singing and dancing, but it's you know, to you know Disney's Haunted Mansion, and it's good stuff, man. They have a. I'm glad they. Disney Plus has a lot of good classic cartoons. You know, one of them that I really liked was um, um, The Tale of, um, of Ichabod Crane, mm-hmm. uh, The Headless Horseman. Mm-hmm. That was always one that always came out yeah, during... Yeah, used to always be on the animated uh, Sleepy Hollow. Mm-hmm. Or what, yeah. They, um... That was... It's fun. It's scary. It's, mm-hmm. You know, there's not Disney characters in there, but you're like, you know, the haunted uh, Headless Horseman. Uh, same thing with... Um, from the seventies classic and and we talked about um seeing uh Mickey, Donald and Goofy going into a haunted house and chasing ghosts, you know, that kind of stuff. That was a good cartoon, same thing I liked to see as a kid and stuff like that. Um you know, different things like that. Yeah. You know, one thing I did want to bring up, Chris, was you know, we talk about movies and T V shows and costumes and all this fun stuff. But, you know, as our bread and butter, you know, we grew up uh, loving wrestling and mm-hmm. wrestling around this time Back in the 80s, came out Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc, yes. You know, WCW. WCW. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, there's so many Halloween Havocs. What did it run from uh, 89, 88 to 2000? 2000. Yeah. They yeah. had actually 12 um, Halloween Havocs. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched Halloween Havoc in probably since 2000. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so, you know, I do know that, um, some of the better matches though, that they did have, they had that, uh, Ric Flair sting versus funk and Muta, uh, the great Muta cage match. Correct. That was in the first one. Yes. Um, I mean, just, that's almost like one of those things you don't, you already know going in that it's going to be a, a great match. Um, and uh, it just wasn't, um, the, it was a cage match, but the, uh, they also had it electrified. So electricity was going through it. And how the guys would win would be um, somebody, they, they had uh, uh, Gene Ole. Ole Anderson was on Flair and Sting. Mm-hmm. And then they had a guy called Gary Hart, and he was on Muda's and Oh, yeah, Gary Hart Funk. from WCC. Correct. So each guy had a towel, and then when they figured that their, other, their, their guy that they're representing had enough, they were going to throw the towel in, and that's how the match ended. Was no pinfall, was no submission, nothing like that. Uh, you know what? Now that you give me that stipulation, I re- do now remember that match. I remember. I mean, they've had that before, but I remember Gary Hart being a part of that. Yes. Yeah, that was that was it. That was good. I mean, to be honest, I don't. I never remembered Sting and Flair tagging up. And then when I saw this match, I was like, man, they tagged up together. Mm-hmm. You know, and same thing. How we talked about tag teams not being a, a tag team, but just two guys to get together just to have a match. Um, that was it. But um, during that Halloween Havoc in, in Philadelphia in 89, um, some of my fun things that I loved, dude, was um, the World Tag Team. At the time, the Frabulous Freebirds were the champions. Excuse mm-hmm. me. And they were wrestling the Dynamic Dudes. So the Dynamic Dudes was Shane Douglas and Johnny Ace. And they came out with skateboards, and they looked like, you know, uh, fluorescent you know, tights and bleach blonde hair. And it was really funny to see these guys and, you know, seeing Shane Douglas. 
that way Freebirds came out Ronnie Garvin uh, uh, Michael P.S. Hayes and it was fun man these guys man they had the the Bat Street USA song going on and they had it going man that, that was really they had their crowd going match was good Freebirds won of course you know cheated but they won um, that was good stuff man a, a couple matches that I do want to talk about from Halloween Havoc just quick and I don't want to steal any of your thunder uh, were two matches that Rey Mysterio was in. I don't know if you were going to talk about those mm-hmm. from 96 and 97. The first one was with uh, Dean Malenko. And that's when the cruiserweights were kind of ascending up and it was still kind of a what people were still kind of getting used to these smaller wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Great, great, great match. And the second one I want to talk about was from 97 when he wrestled uh, Eddie Guerrero. Uh, probably one of the greatest matches, uh, easily top 10 match of all time. Uh, really both these guys displayed their talent. Probably the best Halloween Havoc match of all time, one of the best matches WCW ever had TV on uh, on the screen. Uh, talk a little bit more uh, specifically to the Guerrero-Mysterio uh, match. What, what do you remember about that match? A uh, high-flying, fast, you know, fast-paced type matches. And anybody, anybody that's a wrestling fan that may kind of not remember that match or maybe they may have seen it, that's the one where Ray Mysterio was dressed in that full purple bodysuit <laughs> had a full full purple bodysuit and uh man that match was just really them showcasing and i don't i think it may have been the opening match they always seem to want to put i don't know who was doing the booking hey let's put what's probably going to be the best match of the night on first and have everybody follow that and uh yeah no one was following those guys <laughs> I mean, Eddie Guerrero was hard enough to follow Rey Mysterio back when he was young and, and flying off. Uh, yeah. Putting them together in the ring is just uh, too hard for anybody to follow. Yeah. Um, two matches I want to talk about is the, one of the last Halloween Havocs from WCW in 2000 from Vegas, um, Vampiro versus Mike Awesome. Now, at the time, I didn't think anything of, of Mike Awesome. And his character was that 70s guy, Mike Awesome. And he came out in almost like disco pants and feathered, you know, Farrah Fawcett hair. Vampiro came out and, you know, kicked his butt. But the whole thing was Mike Awesome had a match on the next night, which was uh, Monday Night Nitro, Nitro versus the winner of um, Booker T, uh, Scott Steiner match for the the belt. Mm-hmm. And Vampiro threw himself in there and says, well, why don't we do this? You're good. You're so good. Why don't we put that title uh, match um, up for this? And, you know, Mike Awesome said, sure, I'll put it up. And Mike Awesome won. It was a great match, you know, between those two. And uh, Mike Awesome went on the next night to, I think, lose against probably Booker T because <laughs> he didn't make that one. And uh, the last match I want to talk about that from that, which I did love, Jeff Jarrett versus Sting. Uh, I'm not a Jeff Jarrett fan. I'm not either. I don't. Jeff Jarrett, it, I had to watch the match, and I'm I'm going through it. But Jeff Jarrett, I'm not a big fan of him, right? I never really was. But this match, after I finished it, really made me go through because they did what we talk about, Chris, of uh, the storyline and how it builds mm-hmm. up for months or a good month. Mm-hmm. So they build up the story, and then they made a conclusion at the match. And one of the things was Jeff Jarrett was bringing all these guys that had the Sting look. So he brought some guy out that had you know, bleach bond Sting, and then they had another guy came out look looked like, Wolfpack Sting, another kid came out with black and white Sting. He ascended from the the top of the thing, and it was always funny because you know at the time Sting was the is the black and white, you know crow type guy, character, and he was just whipping all these guys' butts, and it was funny, man. It was it was really good, and and at the end Jeff Jarrett won, but that was still a good match. I thought mm-hmm. at the end of it, I was like, wow, that was a really good match. That made me that made me enjoy that kind of stuff, man. All right, um, so you know. Uh, we talked a lot about, you know, today about, you know, Halloween and movies and our favorite candies and uh, trick-or-treating as a kid, some of our yes. greatest memories, TV shows, Halloween Havoc, wrestling. I think we pretty much hit everything that we wanted to hit that's Halloween-related between two old geezer <laughs> guys. I mean, uh, is there anything else you want to talk about right here quick? One thing really quick. So around this time, always as a kid, which I loved, is they would always, from General Mills, they would always bring out the cereal, the Count Chocula's, the Boo Berry, the Frankenberry, the uh, Fruity uh, 
uh, Brute, the fruity, uh, yummy monster, the kind of monster. And then um, nowadays, since it's been out on 50 years, they decided to do a special edition monster mash, which is they kind of took a little bit of all the cereals and kind of brought it together in, and one, did box? in one box to do a, a, a 50th anniversary cereal. That's the kind of stuff that every, every year that I always kind of I buy a box for me and my wife. I'll just eat that right that. out of the box, <laughs> right? I'll eat that right out of that. You know, eat all the marshmallow parts and leave the rest for the kids. <laughs> I don't know. They must have forgot the marshmallows. I don't know. That's just something I wanted to say because I, during this time, I always love the the General Mills cereal of the of the monsters and stuff like that. Same thing with candy corn. Still love it. Yeah. People don't love it today, but eh, around this time, if I get a bag and finish it, I'm good. <laughs> exactly. I don't, I'm good for the year. Um, you know, we did, we covered a lot today. Thank you everybody for, for sticking with us for this whole episode. We covered a lot. We would love to hear from you guys. You know, we appreciate you guys visiting our Instagram page. We appreciate the likes. We appreciate you guys viewing our story. Uh, you know, after you get done listening to this episode, go ahead and head over there to at uh, big talk CG on Instagram. Let us know what some of your favorite movies are. Some of your TV shows, your any favorite, good memories. Yeah. yeah good memories. Uh, costumes, candies, costumes, what your you know, parents things, did. Yeah. Anything you want to post. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Um, Instagram. We'll go through ourselves. A 12 year olds hitting the email. <laughs> so we'll, we'll go through that. And we would love to hear from you guys from the big talk nation worldwide the united states france and UK. uk we love it we love it um so yeah at big talk cg email big talk at gmail.com and we would love to hear from you and for now this is chris this is greg see ya